everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. everyone and welcome back to the crazy over easy podcast as always i am so grateful thankful and appreciative to have each and every one of you guys here today we are diving straight in we're going to get straight to the point if you saw today's title it is no plan b if you read the description you know that we are talking about life we're talking about our journey we're talking about a path that we are on what would you do if you had no plan b I really want you to take a moment to just listen to this episode, so I guess more than a moment, but to really consider what this actually means, to really consider what this topic represents. What would you do if you had no plan B? You can literally apply this to anything. You can apply this to your relationship. You can apply this to your kiddos. You can apply this to your business, how you approach where you go to work, all of the above. This hit me last week. I saw an old friend of mine talk about how 365 days ago, him and his wife had no plan B. They were in a situation, it's obviously his story, I'm not going to share it, but they had no other option other than what they were doing in order to move forward with a current path that they were on. And they had to approach the last 365 days with no plan B. And I don't know why it just hit me. And I think it probably hit me because I do have a lot of options. I am fortunate. I am fortunate to be able to, you know, when it comes to parenting, um, I work from home so I can kind of alter my schedule with work. I can choose to kind of push things off. I'm not going to say it has impacted me positively. My my businesses suffer if I'm push, pushing things off. As a lot of you guys know, me personally as a human being, if I push myself off, then obviously I am hurting myself there. But I do approach things knowing that I have a plan B. I do approach things knowing that, oh, well, I could get this done tomorrow or I could approach this next week or maybe I could revisit this next year or maybe when the kids are in school. Like I will start to think that far ahead. But what would you do if you had no plan B? And this really actually hit me because there was a time it was about gosh, seven years. It was 2018. So what would that be? Five years ago? No, it was, it was 2017. I'm sorry. So we, Casey and I were in this situation. We had just been home for just shy of two years. I had been working a desk job. He is actually out painting tanks at the company that he works for now. Um, but it was one of those situations where we were extremely financially strapped. I don't know if you guys remember, but Casey and I actually opened a food trailer business. It was absolutely incredible, but we got very, very, very in debt and did not share with my parents or his parents actually that we had taken out a few personal loans to live, like to quite literally go buy our groceries. We know they would have helped us, but it was one of those things where we're like, gosh, you guys are already supporting us so many avenues we did not feel comfortable reaching out to them for a specific like hey like we're struggling can you guys help us because they had already helped us so much so we had taken out a few personal loans and both of us knew that prior to us getting married or engaged or anything we really wanted to be able to 
be out of debt. <laughs> we really wanted to be able to go into marriage with just kind of a clean slate. Uh, Casey had student loans and he was still paying off his car. I actually had just recently sold my car and was borrowing a car from my parents. And again, we were just in a, a very like, I don't know, adulting moment, if that makes sense. We were learning. And anyways, I had a phone call with a business mentor of mine at the time, and I was getting ready to leave my desk job to actually pursue my personal training and my online business, which is kind of where I'm at now. If you guys have been around for a long time, um, I used to work at a, I had a desk job. I was kind of a secretary receptionist and it was very, I was so grateful for it because actually is my parents' company. So it did allow me to kind of have that leeway when we moved back from Club Med to really kind of get back into reality. I dropped out of grad school and worked for Club Med for three years. I didn't go back to finish my master's program. So I was in this kind of halt, if you will. I had no idea what the future held, but Casey and I knew that we were really ready to move back and kind of dive into reality. And oh my gosh, did reality hit us hard. But anyways, here I am. I'm on the phone. I know exactly where I was. We were in our old house. I was literally pacing our backyard and I was on the phone and this guy, this business, my business mentor, he asked me, he was like, what would be life-changing for you right now from a money perspective? And I was kind of taken back because I feel like money is definitely a topic a lot of us feel uncomfortable talking about. Um, it's just that taboo topic that I feel like some people are really comfortable. Others are just like, oh my gosh, like you're boasting or, you know, oh, that's overconfident or, oh my gosh, like how is that your financial success? Or if you, you know what I mean? I feel like it's just this topic that so many of us want to talk about, but then it's also really taboo. So anyways, he was very upfront. He said, you know, what would be life changing for you right now? And I put out a, a number that genuinely was would have been life-changing. Like, I'm not kidding. I remember exactly what I said. And I'll share it with you guys. I said, if I could somehow make $2,000 a month, it would be life-changing. Like, I literally almost was in tears because I knew where we, where we were at. Like, I knew what my monthly payment was on, on my personal loan and yada, yada, yada. And he was like, oh my gosh, you, you have to think bigger. Like, you have to, you know. And I was like, wait, no, like, that that is monumental. If I could do that, I could step away from my desk job. Like it was just this, this moment of, we don't have another option kind of a thing. And I, he, I, then I think at the end of the conversation, I ended up going up to 3000. I was like, okay, if I could make 3000, like that would be not only life changing, like it would be an absolute dream. And so anyways, when I read this post a couple days ago, it hit me because since then I feel like I hit the ground running. I definitely approached things. We, we did not have another plan B. Like, it was one of those things where both Casey and I were like, oh my gosh, we, we have to do this. Like, we have to figure this out. But since then, I feel as though I have allowed my life to definitely have plan Bs. I have allowed myself, whether it is within business, whether it's in parenting, whether it's in my relationship, there have been plan Bs. Also within just keeping my my house clean, things that I just think I keep putting on the back burner. So maybe it's not a full plan B, but it, when was the last time you approached life in this powerful way where you just looked at it as this is what I'm going to do. I'm dedicating to this. I am choosing to move forward and there isn't another option. I bet a lot of us, we have done this within our health and fitness journey. I know a lot of you right now can be like, yep, I have started that program, but I've also known that I could maybe postpone. Maybe you wait until the new year. Maybe you wait until uh, you actually book that trip to really lean into it, really take the time to dedicate to this goal that you've had. There's always that plan B. There's always this other option that is refraining and keeping us, holding us back ultimately from actually taking those steps to not only show up as the best version of ourselves, but to actually hit that ground and take that path and move forward. Now, mind you, 
Maybe if having no plan B, this doesn't mean that you know exactly where you're going. This doesn't mean that you know every next step you're taking. This doesn't mean that you know how tomorrow's workout is going to go or how tomorrow's paycheck is going to come in and how, how next month's commission is going to come in or did those emails that you sent out, will they actually come back and you know give you a business lead, if you will? Having no plan B doesn't mean you know exactly where you're going, but it's that mentality. It's that mindset that you are dedicating yourself to what it is that you are striving for. Is this your health and fitness journey? How many times have you started day one? I know for me, today, at the day I'm recording this, is a full-on day one. If you guys have been listening for a while, the reset group has started. Today is technically day one, and oh my gosh, like my, my alarm went off at 5 a.m., and I was like, yep, we're doing this. I am just so dedicated, so driven, but how many day ones have we had? Because we've allowed that plan B to happen, right? Well, if these next four weeks don't go well, I could always start again. Or if these next four weeks don't go well and you know, then we're into the holidays, like, you know what, I think I'm gonna really dedicate 2024 to my health and fitness. Or I'm really gonna dedicate 2024 to my mindset work and actually learning more about myself and what makes me tick and what makes me excited and what makes me passionate about life. There's so many times that I think, especially a lot of us mamas, we, I know for me, one thing I've been looking at is, okay, am I supposed to be in my motherhood era and fully leaning into it? Or am I supposed to be in my, my business growth era or my personal development era? era? And like I mentioned a couple weeks ago, it doesn't need to be this or that, right? It's kind of that Venn diagram where it overlaps and there's that circle in the middle. There's that, what is, you know, the oval, if you will, that does that perfect little diamond overlap. And it's where everything kind of blends. But I have also allowed myself to maybe lean into the business side of things and look at, oh, well, this is why you know, my motherhood era is, is struggling, or maybe I'm in the motherhood era and I look at my business or my personal development and I kind of blame that for, you know, not growing or not pursuing things. And I think that if you look at it from a perspective of no plan B, what if you had no plan B? You are in your motherhood era, but you also want to grow your businesses and you also want to have personal development. Things might look different, right? I actually, right now I'm talking to a lot of the mama's and individuals within the reset group. And a lot of us have kind of established that everything's just getting 60% of our, our time, 60% of our passion, 60% of our focus. And I want to say that's normal. So like if anybody's listening, you're like, gosh, I would love to give everything 100%, but that's not possible. I don't disagree. But when was the last time you approached something without a plan B? When was the last time you actually leaned into something and gave it your all? This doesn't mean that you don't take steps back. This doesn't mean that you're just going to keep taking strides forward. But every potential step back, every potential struggle, or every, you know, oh gosh, I need to kind of alter this or I need to kind of adapt and move this way. Those are just helping us take further strides forward. So when I read this with my friend and he said, 365 days ago, my wife and I knew that we had no other option. We had no plan B. And this was him reflecting back on 365 days of him knowing there was no other option. There was no other plan B. And in some mentality, you could look at that and be like, oh my gosh, that's so stressful. Like, how could you live that way? Right. But also in a positive mindset, could you imagine? Could you imagine if we actually approach things knowing or believing rather that there isn't a plan B? Maybe there is. Maybe there's that. My mom always calls it the fire escape. Like if something went wrong and you really needed to back out of it, like, you know, make sure you can protect yourself in a way. So I I do believe in that. And I do lean into that, especially from a stress management perspective. Like right now I was driving home from dropping Caden off at preschool and I was an absolute mess. It's not going well with his drop-offs and it just breaks my heart. He's a homebody. I guess you would call him a COVID baby. Um, And he is my baby. He's my, I feel like I'm struggling as a mom. He just turned three. Conley turns one next weekend. And so 
you know, my mom's like, well, you know, if you want, you could also, you know, keep him home certain days. Mind you, we are paying for the full time. So it was kind of this, like, I'm sitting on the phone with her talking through things. I'm emotional and she's trying to give me essentially plan B's, right? Like I could do other things. And again, this is my son's preschool. It's not end all be all. If I want to keep him home one day, I don't want to say that's necessarily like, nope, there's no plan B. Like the kids got to go every single day full time. But there was just this talk of, okay, how can we think of something else? How can we work around this? How can we create another option? And I think in certain aspects of our life, let's stop creating the other option. Let's stop giving ourselves our way out. Maybe you had an injury and you need to stick to your physical therapy. You want to get better. You want to improve. You want to get back to where you were. Well, if you sit there and tell yourself, oh, I, I skipped this session I can do tomorrow or I skipped this session, you know, okay, I'll do an extra one next week. You know, I think things happen in life, right? You have to adapt, but are you giving yourself a plan B? Are you allowing yourself a way out? You have this end goal to get back to where you used to be, right? What is the path? What is the path to get you there? Or are you giving yourself an out? Are you giving yourself another option? For me in my very post, my very first postpartum journey, I feel like I didn't approach things from like a um, end all be all because in my head I was like, well, I'm going to get pregnant again or I, I pray I get pregnant again. We want to have another kid. So why would I kind of put forth all this effort right now if I know I'm going to maybe get pregnant again or hopefully get pregnant again? And I think I approached a lot of things from whether it was business or whether it was my own personal health and fitness. I looked at it from this perspective of if I'm going to maybe get pregnant again, like why would I want to uh, strive for this? Or why would I want to get back into really heavy lifting? And again, this might be a different way to look at it because it's not necessarily a, a plan B, if you will. But I kind of just always kept this in the back of my head and never really fully put forth my best potential or my full potential, if you will. How many areas of your life are we are you doing that? How many areas of all of our lives are we doing that? Where we are approaching things knowing we have other options. We have way outs. We have different things we can lean back on. While much of that is a blessing, don't get me wrong, having options, having support, having security, those are blessings. Those are things that help me sleep at night. But I also have a drive. I also have a passion. I also have this desire to really kind of see who I am, see who I can be, learn again what that best version of myself is in my motherhood era, in my business era, in my personal development era. And I know a lot of that comes from serving. You guys know I've talked about that a lot. And even with it being day one of this reset group, it has just been so phenomenal to hear these stories of this group of women. And again, I've kept this group small and it is such a beautiful group. And just to hear how much of us have complete opposite journeys, but oh my gosh, do we resonate? Every time I'm reading somebody's why, I'm just like, yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Me too. Same. And it just makes me look at something and I'm like, so many of us just want more. So many of us just want better for ourselves. So many of us just want to know who we are up around that corner, up around that bend, up around that wall that's just been kind of sitting in front of us. But oftentimes we're the one building that wall. We're the one that is keeping ourselves from actually seeing what those next steps are, let alone taking those next steps. So if you are dealing with something right now, maybe it is financial, maybe it is relationship, maybe it is your health and fitness, what would it look like if you approached it from no plan B? What about your relationship, right? Maybe you are new to a relationship or you're newly engaged or you're postpartum and you're, you know, have your, your first little baby or now you're two, three, four deep and you feel like your relationship is suffering. I, I think sometimes, especially, I mean, and again, I could be totally wrong, but you know, things like divorce or separation or whatnot, I feel like they're very normalized. And again, everybody's relationships are different. But what if you took that off the table and you really wanted to 
you wanted to work on you and you want to work on your relationship and you want to work on your marriage. And it was going to take some time of discomfort and the unknown to actually dig into it and learn about it so you could take those other options off the table. I feel like if I knew, I mean, with Casey and I, I've been open with you guys. We had a very, very hard time after Caden. It was one of those things where for about eight months, I just did not know what was going to happen to us. Divorce wasn't a topic of conversation, but I was kind of like, I don't know what's next. Like, I don't know where things are at. But I didn't ever approach it from a no plan B. I never looked at it as, okay, what can I do today to start building upon this? It wasn't until after we had Conley that I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go down that same road, that same route, that we brought in the couple's journal. We brought in communication. We brought in things to help us communicate. So when we go through our couple's journal and it's awkward and it's uncomfortable and I'm like, oh, do I really want to fill this page in right now? Well, I don't want another option. I don't want another plan B with Casey. I want extraordinary and I want things to be a Nicholas Sparks but in reality if that makes sense like sometimes I feel like Disney and Nicholas Sparks just messed with us entirely but I will say I want passion and I want love and I want extraordinary and if I want those things I have to take those other options off the table and I have to really dive in and invest in my marriage but it takes two right and it takes getting uncomfortable to actually move past some of these moments of already discomfort within the marriage. If you're uncomfortable having a conversation, well, it's going to be uncomfortable no matter what you're doing, right? So take the uncomfort and or discomfort rather and shift it to something positive, shift it to something building. Same with your health and fitness. If you're at this path in life and you're just like, I am so frustrated with where I'm at. I'm raising my hand right now. Last night I told Casey, I was like, gosh, I think I'm just feeling blah because I haven't really taken time to focus on my health and, uh, you know, honestly movement. It just, I don't know why summer sometimes is that hard time where I'm active outside, but I'm not doing anything with intention. And so I feel like some of us, we lean into a program or we buy the 12 week program or we do the eight week challenge. And somewhere along the way, it just, we fall off because we know that there's another plan. We know that we could buy another program. We know that we could invest in the next eight week challenge. We could maybe try a different coach or lean into a, a different, fitness influencer because their workouts seem to be working out with them better. Oh wait, I prefer actually this girl's body type. So maybe I'll see if that works for me. Take those other options off the table, invest in you, take that step. No matter what it is, it's going to be you, right? And that's why I've talked about a lot. We can't copy and paste. We have to apply something to our life and make it work for us. Even in my reset group with the girls, I was like, hey, we've got the tools. We're going to do this. Here's the journal prompts. Here's this week's workouts. But apply it to you. Apply it to where you are at, your needs. Don't necessarily look at the grocery list or the meal ideas and change everything about your life and do this right now because that's not going to stick, right? That's not going to stay. That's just a copy and paste. I'm going to see if this works for four weeks and then we'll see where life goes. Take the plan B off the table. Invest in you. Invest in your relationship. Invest in this business business path that you have. I feel like sometimes, you know, you go into Pinterest and you're like, oh, what if or what if, you know? What if we started making those what ifs our reality? What if that dream body that you have becomes your reality? What if that dream relationship that you have becomes your reality? What if that lifestyle that you're striving for becomes your reality? Let's take those options off the table and let's just start taking the steps to allow the picture to paint itself. Let's start throwing paint at the wall. And I don't want to say see what sticks, but you kind of have to start taking those steps, but taking the other options off the table. Don't look for the blank canvas. Just start painting over what was already there. So 
I don't know why that hit me so hard. And I think just seeing this person from hindsight, right? He said 365 days ago, they took plan B off the table and now they see where they're at. And I just think that is so powerful. And it's something that I hope I can start looking at. I hope I can start taking plan B off the the table because I'm blessed and grateful that I have other options. But I also want to know what life would look like if I just kept striving and kept driving forward and allowing my passions to continue to fuel the fire. And sometimes you take your ga- your your put off your foot off the gas and you know you release the pedal. It's almost like oh, I'm just gonna take a back seat for now. And I'm not saying pedal pedal to the metal or you know anything. You guys know I say give yourself grace and approach things with gratitude, grace and grit. But I feel like if we looked at things from a different perspective and if we looked at things by taking that next option off the table you guys you are the option you've got this you know you can do it a lot of us just don't know where to start <laughs> just start take that step believe in yourself and get clear with it right that's one thing we're doing in the reset right reset group right now get clear with your why get clear with your desires i sometimes have to write in my journal like hey if i want an extraordinary relationship what does that look like does that mean Maybe I have to do a little more work than what I'm thinking because Casey's not just going to walk in the door and all of a sudden be this character out of a Nicholas Sparks book, right? I also have to play the other character. I have to play the role of the person that I want receiving the love or giving the love. So I think that's really important for us to, I've said it before, you know, act it until you are it. It's going to be uncomfortable. Don't fake it till you make it. Just act it until you are it. So let's take that second option off the table, the third, fourth, fifth, no plan B, just Think right now what you might be leaning into with a little bit too many options on the side. Lean into what you want. Lean into your desire and know that it's okay to remove that plan B. Maybe have it there as a safety net. I get it. Believe me, I get it. But if you if you approach something for 365 days with no plan B, where do you think your life would be? Where do we think our lives would be? Because I'm eager to know. Because I definitely have leaned into a lot of other options these last few years being a mama. And it's the season I've been in and that's okay. But I also know the value that I hold as an individual. The value that I hold as a, a coach or somebody who wants to leave impact or whatever it might be. So... Anyways, that is what I want to leave you with today. I appreciate you all so much. I appreciate each and every one of you who has just chosen to dive into the podcast or share it with a friend or leave a review, all of the above. It has encouraged me to keep going even throughout a season where I just feel like I don't necessarily know what my voice is and I don't necessarily know where things are going and that can be hard, but I want to keep going forward and I want to figure out those desires that I'm going to execute and make my reality. So make it a great day. I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.